Welcome to the Sharon Brown Podcast. This is Sharon Brown. And today is the 17th day of the 29 days of original quick podcast Christmas holiday and everyday tips by me, Sharon Brown or Sharon Leslie Brown. Um, so it's called the 29 days of original quick podcast Christmas and holiday and everyday tips by me, Sharon Brown, Sharon Leslie Brown. Um, we've made it to the 17th day. We are closing in on Christmas and it is a blessing. This season has been nothing but and it's been wonderful. And it's the season of the fact that God gave us Jesus. So that's the giving that took place. It's not about presents and the stuff like that. Jesus is the gift that was given to us. God in the flesh coming and uh, being born so that he could die for our sins. His ultimate goal was to die for our sins. And that's what the um, angel told um, told them. So what I the tip that I have... Uh, today is very important. So I want to say you make sure that you take the time to read the word, listen to some gospel music, some Christian music now uh, up until December 25th and enjoy that. Enjoy the nice part of just listening to it, enjoying it, taking time, you know, to get together. If you're by yourself, it's still okay. You can listen to the the Bible. You can play it over and over. Uh, you can play it uh, so that you can take a scripture shower. You know, it's like bathing in the word. You have a shower in the morning. You also take a shower in the word. That's what I do. I take a shower in the morning, but I also take a shower in the word and I listen to it and let it bathe me in the water of the word. Uh, so I do that. Uh, so the tip that I have today is that I want uh, you to go through the Bible concerning Christmas and look at the different times the angels spoke to someone during Christmas time. So you're going to be looking at Matthew 1. You can see if Matthew 2 applies also. You're going to be looking at Matthew 1, maybe Matthew 2. You can look at Luke 1 and uh, Luke 2. And you can, you don't have to read every single thing. Uh, you can listen to the, the Bible. So you can listen to it and uh, find out exactly what was going on and, and everything so you can have a full idea of the story. But what you can do is find the points where uh, the angels were talking to the people near Christmas, on Christmas, before Christmas, uh, and uh, after, on the day that Jesus was born. And you can find out what the angels were saying to the people and find out what the interaction was like. Uh, the angel came to Elizabeth. The angel came to Mary. You can find out the different things that happened. Uh, the angel came to Joseph. So when you look at these different things and begin to discuss 
the effect of what they were saying. Like, what did they say to Mary? What did they say to Joseph? What did they say to, uh, you know, Elizabeth? How did it uh, prepare each person for Jesus' birth? You know, you can just go through some different scenarios of the importance of, you know, when the angels spoke to the shepherds. So I'm giving you some of the, uh, you know, the different times that they came. That's a lot of the time they went to the shepherds. You can also uh, look at the uh, the different things that occurred and who the angels spoke to and just have that time because it's very important that the angels spoke for God and gave the uh, promise of the Christmas day coming, um, being fulfilled. So they were saying that the promise had come in the Old Testament. And so now they were fulfilling it in the New Testament. And the angels were coming to the people so that they could... uh, bring forth what God was about to do. And they or they were warning them that God was about to do this thing or God had done it. So when they told the shepherds or when they told whoever, like they told Mary and Elizabeth and they were telling them uh, what was going to occur. And then after it occurred, they spoke to some people to let them know. So you could go through the different scenarios and, just enjoy it. It's wonderful uh, when you think about the fact that the angels were going to different people. Like when they spoke to, uh, they spoke, I believe it's the shepherds, and they were saying, Glory to God in the highest and peace on earth, goodwill towards men. So let's see. Uh, and lo, the angel of the Lord came unto them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign to you. Ye shall find a babe wrapped in a swaddling cloth, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with a, with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace, goodwill towards men. And so you can look through that and find the other instances where the angels were speaking to people. Now, that's very important because Jesus had come into the world and they were speaking to the shepherds. And it was so important that they came to the shepherds. Jesus could have just been born and grew up and did what he was going to do. And, you know, people find out about it later. But it was a major thing. It was a promise being fulfilled. And, you know, people had been waiting for the promise to ever be fulfilled. So when it was fulfilled, God didn't just say, oh, you'll find out later. He had to let people know so that they can benefit from it. You know, what's good? What good is the gift? If you don't tell somebody that you have it for them, you just buy the gift for them and hide it, you know, in your house and keep it. And then you don't tell somebody you have the gift for them. Well, Christmas is not about giving people gifts, except God gave us a gift. And the gift that he gave us was Jesus 
who would be our savior. Jesus is the savior of the world. So uh, God gave us a gift and he was announcing it. So he announced his gift before he gave it in the Old Testament and then in the New Testament before he actually fulfilled it, just before he came to uh, Elizabeth, he came to Mary, uh, he came to the different ones through the angels and spoke to them about what he was going to do. So the angels were doing what their name means. Angel means messenger. So we're looking at the messengers of God in their official duties and what they were doing on Christmas Day. Now, as an angel, can you imagine the being being the news carrier, the mailman for the news that the Savior is coming to be born, and then that the Savior uh, is going to come soon, and then that the Savior is here. You know, you are the one with this news. So the angel came and told them this. They t- the angel told the shepherds this. This is some job that these angels have. Now, the Bible says when we get saved and we go into heaven and stuff, we'll be likened unto the angels. We will not be given or taken in marriage. There'll be no more marriage and stuff like that. We'll be like the angels. Can you imagine? We will be in, we're, or we're, we're in the class of the people who brought the Savior in you know, the I brought the message of the Savior into the world. Now, Jesus Christ is God in the flesh, and God sent his message. You know, we, we are supposed to be Christ-like. That's great. That's amazing. That's the ultimate. That's the best thing we could do. We don't live to be like the angels. We don't live to be like, you know, anybody else, but we live to be like Jesus. And the thing is that these angels are in God's presence. These angels are uh, living out their lives to serve God. They are his messengers. That's what their name means. They are doing his bidding. That's what they do. You know, Lucifer fell from a grand position because he wanted to be God. And he fell, you know, and he lost everything. And he gained a whole lot of trouble in the lake of fire as his home and promise. Now, Jesus, he came down and, and, and was born in the flesh. He humiliated himself to become flesh and then to be born in the, in, in the flesh, you know, and then to die and be insulted and abused and tortured and things like that. He, Jesus went through all of that. He was, this was going, this was promised that when he was born, he would save his people. How would he save his people? By a traumatic, vicious, horrendous death he would go through. But this great birth would come first. This great birth, this beautiful, wonderful moment would happen. So before the vicious attack and wickedness, this beautiful, precious God came in a vulnerable form as a baby. But because he's in control of it all, he was fine and safe. Even though they had to run the baby Jesus to uh, Egypt and places like that so they wouldn't try to kill him, his flesh was still vulnerable. 
he was God in the flesh, yes, but his flesh was still vulnerable. They still had to move him around different places so that uh, he would not be killed. And uh, he was brought into Egypt to fulfill the scriptures uh, saying that he brought, he called his son out of Egypt, you know. So we're looking at the angel and the angel, you know, the angels had a specific job and to think because of Jesus and the the sacrifice that he made and then died, he was born and then he died. Now when uh, he comes back for us, we're going to go to heaven with him and we're going to be likened unto the angels. So we're going to be like we're one of the angels, you know, uh, with Jesus, one of his workers. And the thing is that we don't necessarily have to run around and give people messages and things like that. But we're going to, whatever our task may be, we might have to give people in heaven and people on the new earth, you know, different messages about what God said. Or, But God is going to be um, in, uh, speaking in his temple and we're going to be inquiring in the temple. And God the and the, the uh, son are the temple and the tabernacle of the new heaven and the new earth. And there's going to be no sun because God and Jesus are the light of it. And of course we're sealed with the Holy spirit. He's there too. Um, so it's important that we look at what the angels uh, did because we're going to be in their like position when we ultimately make it into heaven. We have eternal life. What is that going to look like? We're going to be likened unto the angels. So it's important to find out about the angels and what they were doing and what they've been doing. Uh, an angel is not as important as Jesus. There's a, a distinction between Jesus and the angels. Jesus is not an angel. There are some falsehoods and fallacies that Jesus is an angel, but he's definitely not. There's falsehoods and fallacies that Jesus is Lucifer. He's definitely not. Jesus is God in the flesh. There are many scriptures that back it up. You got Isaiah 9, 6 that says, Unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father. So the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, that's that would be God. The mighty God, the everlasting father is the son and the child. That would be God coming in the flesh as a boy, in a boy, a uh, man, you know, he would come as a baby. He'll be a boy and then he would be raised as a man and he would become a man. So it's clear that Jesus and the devil is not the same. Uh, Satan will come as, uh, the antichrist and, uh, he does different things at different times. You'll find Jesus and him moving and doing things at different periods of time. And there's set things that Jesus does and there's set things that the Antichrist does. That's Lucifer. So you'll see Lucifer functioning. Lucifer has been functioning and doing things and using people. But you'll see there's a distinction between Jesus and Lucifer. So no when Lucifer was not born in the flesh and it's not Jesus. Jesus is unique. He is the God of all flesh and he became flesh. So the God of all flesh became flesh. Amen. Hallelujah. I have to praise him on that one. The God of all flesh became flesh. 
so that he could die for our sinful flesh and then give us a glorified flesh. And then we will be likened unto the angels, back to the angels. So we need to understand the importance of the job that the angels uh, were doing for Jesus. And we uh, just look through the different times that the angels spoke to people. It would be, it's going to be fun because you'll be able to discuss specific topics of when the angels came to the people uh, to talk to them about uh, Jesus coming. And that's when he was eminently coming, eminent, eminently coming. So he was eminently coming and that's in Luke 1 and that's in Matthew 1. Well, and it's speaking about the different times that uh, they were the angels were talking to different people. So you can look and see, okay, this is where the angel spoke to uh, them. And if you want to, you can look uh, uh, in your, your search area in your Bible app. You can search uh, like Google search engine or whatever search engine you use. Uh, there's different search engines. Um, you can look and you can see uh, the angels when they came, when they spoke. Uh, and you can say uh, see what the angels said during Christmas. Who did the angels speak to during Christmas? Uh, you can just try to do a search. I have never seen anybody do a search like that. But, you know, there might be something possible uh, where if you search it, it'll come up like that. Even though it's somebody didn't particularly do a search about when the angels came and who they spoke to, you can still do a search and it, it'll lead you to that because it just follows the words that you're searching. So my original idea is to pinpoint what the angels said uh, when they were talking about Jesus coming and who they said it to. And you can do that. And that's... Uh, directly before he came and that's uh on the day that he came you know so you can see uh the different things that occurred if you would like to and you have the time you can even look in the old testament to see when they spoke to people about jesus coming but maybe i'll let you do that on a different day but just you can try to do the uh the the new testament uh when they came, when the angels came to uh, the different people, it's it's a fun exercise because uh, you'll get familiar with the story of uh, Christmas, but you'll get familiar specifically with what God was saying. You won't only just see uh, people living out what was going on during the Christmas time. You'll actually begin to see what message God sent to the people specifically to tell them that he was bringing about this promise. And you, it's so uh, precious. It's, you know, it's so intimate and beautiful. God specifically had a word for these people and he was bringing them hope and he was bringing them joy and he was bringing them so much by these words. The, the words that they were bringing were life. The Bible says the word is spirit and life. And these angels were bringing the word of God. They were talking about Jesus. Jesus is called the word of God. 
And he, this is what the whole Bible is about. The word of God. Jesus said, uh, you know, search the scriptures for in them. You think you have eternal life and they are they which testify of me. So Jesus is saying the scriptures are testify of him. So that proves that the Bible is about him. The Old Testament is about him. The New Testament is just talking about when he came. But the, he's talking about the Old Testament search of scriptures. The New Testament wasn't written yet. So he's talking about the Old Testament. And then when they wrote the New Testament, we would look at what he does. So we have to read the New Testament too. But the Old Testament, you search it and you'll see Jesus. That is the second time that he also said that the scriptures were about him and he was talking about the Old Testament. So this is uh, solidifying and validifying the uh, Old Testament that it was talking about Jesus. Search the scriptures for in them you think ye have eternal life and they are they which testify of me. So Jesus said that. Jesus also said uh he was speaking to some someone uh, previously, and he spoke about uh, Moses wrote of him. He said Moses wrote of him. He said the Psalms wrote of him. He said the prophets wrote of him. He said it is written concerning him. So he solidified and validified the Old Testament. So if you want to know if the Old Testament is legitimate and if it promised Jesus, if it pointed to him, the Old to and those statements solidify the New Testament too because he's saying his coming was promised in the Old Testament. So when we read the New Testament about him coming, Jesus own words in the New Testament confirms the new testament because it confirms that when he was coming and the old testament spoke about him and so now there's a document that he actually came and fulfilled it he's saying i fulfilled this thing and let me tell you where it was and then he goes to the moses so that's specific moses the books of moses so we know they're the first five books then he speaks about the Psalms. So we know the Psalms in particular, they are the Psalms of David, the Psalms of the sons of Korah. Um, Moses did a, a Psalm, uh, Solomon did a Psalm, or some, a couple of Psalms. There was a few different Psalms. So uh, we have 150 books of the Psalms. Um, 150 chapters of the Psalms. So we have chapters. Okay. So we got that. And then he says, the prophets speak about him. So in the prophets, that goes through the gamut of the different books of the prophets. So it's speaking about Jesus. He confirmed the Old Testament is about him. So people believe Jesus. They believe his words. They believe he's sent from God. He's telling you about himself and he's saying the Bible, the Old Testament is about him. So you have to believe him if you believe in him. If you believe in him, then you have to believe what he said about the Old Testament. So all these people in different religions or whatever who want to latch on to Jesus and they want to latch on in a certain way, you have to take his words for what he says. And he says the Old Testament is written about him. So that means you have to believe in the Old Testament. And 
he he also said he fulfilled the laws in the Old Testament. So that's why we live uh, somewhat differently from the uh, Jews and the way they lived in the Old Testament because Jesus fulfilled many of the things. And then he validified and solidified the New Testament by saying he fulfilled that, which means we would have to then have something new. So Jesus' own word solidified that there a change uh, a change was coming. So that means the the change was happening because he fulfilled some things. So some things were different in the New Testament. He did not just toss them out and you know it's you know whatever. Like we still understand the Ten Commandments. We don't live under the Ten Commandments per se, but we still live the the way the Ten Commandments are written. We don't do those things. Though the Ten Commandments are still important to us, but we're under grace. We're not under the law. So we're not, you know, dealing with it in that sense. But we do recognize the Ten Commandments. We're not supposed to blaspheme and not supposed to have other gods. We're not supposed to lie. We're not supposed to commit adultery and all that. Uh, you know, that those things are still true. Uh, but the way we have to live out our lives, we don't have to stone people for their sin. Jesus died for our sins and he was born and all that. So we don't have to go down that path of the way uh, they lived in the Old Testament. Jesus fulfilled that. Uh, the the law of sin and death was fulfilled. Now all we have to do is confess Jesus Christ as Lord and believe in our heart. God raised him from the dead and we will be saved. So we don't have to kill people, stone people for their sin. Jesus died for them. So we offer them Jesus Christ. We witness to them. He said that um, these are these the people. These are the signs that um, shall follow them. They shall um. Uh, cast cast out serpents and things like that. They shall uh, do so many things, but he's talking about we will be uh, bringing people to Jesus. We'll be telling them about Christ and things like that. Uh, so we are in his name because we confess Jesus Christ as Lord and believe in our heart. God raised him from the dead. So our task is to witness to people about Jesus, to tell people about his standards and what he did and the holiness and all that, the things that are in the Bible, in the New Testament, in the scriptures, we bring that about. We can tell them uh, what happened, what he did. We can also bring in some of the Old Testament because Jesus quoted the Old Testament often. So uh, that was the only thing that uh, he was quoting, really, because uh, he it was pro it was promise of him. It was the promise of him. So he was quoting those things and all those things are uh, about him because Jesus is the word of God and all the word is ultimately about Jesus. Even if you don't understand it or know it yet, if you take it from that mindset, you will have a better journey through the Bible, but you can also, uh, look at things, uh, uh, differently until you get an understanding that this word is about Jesus. But you can also look at it from a, the standpoint of what it actually says. And then you can also take the idea that 
uh, these things apply to Jesus. You can look at the literal words and understand what it means, but you have to also be able to uh, put Jesus in there to understand what it's speaking about so that you'll have a proper perspective of the Bible. You can be objective with the Bible, but you also have to put Jesus in his place uh, because Jesus is the word of God and the word of God is about him. So, so uh, just this is just so beautiful. I just want to say it again. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. Hallelujah. Okay, so, you know, it's it's a, a little later in the night and stuff like that. So you, you can do a, a quick little time where you can um, look to see uh, what's going on with uh, the, what the angels said to the different peoples. You could do this quickly and you don't have to find all of them if you don't have the time to do it and whatever. But it can be as much as you can do and as much fun as you want to have diving into the Christmas story tonight. And you can do this throughout the, the time. You know, It's not only relegated to the 17th night of uh, this thing. You can actually um, do otherwise. You can do this on different days. It's not just about one day of doing this and that's all you can do. Uh, you can, all the things that you've uh, uh, learned from me, from my original different ideas for Christmas, you can do it as many times as you want through going up to Christmas. And you can also uh, do it after Christmas and you can find a way to implement this into your learning uh when you're um, trying to understand things about God, whatever is effective for you, whatever is fun for you, whatever helps you uh, retain the message of God, the word of God, whatever gets you in the presence of God, whatever helps you listen to the uh, Bible, the music, uh, uh, Christian videos, uh, different things like that, whatever gets you before his presence, do that and just be blessed by God knowing that, uh, uh, he has done some major things for mankind and all we have to do is receive it and accept it. And then we uh, live it out while we're here and we share it as much as we can. And uh, this is how we should be living our lives before Christ and doing the things of Christ. And we don't have to be bored and we don't have to um, not have things to do. There are there are things to do daily to uh, be able to uh, have a great relationship with God. You know, we pray, we uh, do all different things. We speak in tongues and pray. Uh, we pray for others. We pray for our family. We read the Bible. We listen to music of that's Christian and stuff. We watch Christian programs. We talk about God. We do so much. But tonight, let's look at what the angels uh, said and who they went to during the Christmas season, just before, uh, you know, before uh, the baby Jesus was, uh, when he was just being promised uh, to come eminently, and then when uh, the women got pregnant, and when Jesus was fulfilled in the flesh, 
when he was uh, in Mary's womb and then when he was born and then after that. Okay, so enjoy this uh, tip and these tips in here and have a good night and a good Christmas Advent season. Amen. Water of the Word. Wow. Segment. Luke 1, 50 and 51. And his mercy is on them that fear him from generation to generation. He hath showed strength with his arm. He hath scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. Sharon Brown sings SBS segment. Oh, holy night. The stars are brightly shining. It is the night of a dear Savior's birth. Long lay the world in sin and error pining till he appeared and the soul felt his word fall on your knees. Oh, hear the angel's voices. Oh, night divine. Oh, night divine. Oh, holy night. The stars are brightly shining. It is the night of our dear Savior's birth. Long lay the world in sin and error pining till he appeared and the soul felt his word fall on your knees. Oh, hear the angels' voices. Oh, night divine. Oh, night divine. Fall on your knees. Oh, hear the angels' voices. Oh, night divine. Oh, come, all ye faithful, joyful and triumphant. Oh, come ye, oh, come ye to Bethlehem. Come and behold him, born the king of angels. Oh, come, let us adore him. Oh, come, let us adore him. Oh, come, let us adore him, Christ the Lord. Oh, yea, Lord, we greet thee. Born this happy morning, O Jesus, to Thee be all glory given. Word of the 
Father, now in flesh appearing. Oh, come, let us adore him. Oh, come, let us adore him. Oh, come, let us adore him, Christ the Lord. Sing choirs of angels, sing in exaltation. Oh, sing, all ye bright hosts of heaven above. Glory to God, all glory in the highest oh come let us adore him oh come let us adore him oh come let us adore him christ the lord adeste fidelis Lady Triumphantes, Venite, Venite, and Bethlehem. Natum Videte, Regem Angelorum, Venite, Adoremo, Venite, Adoremo, Venite, Adoremo, Dominum. O come, all ye faithful, Joyful and triumphant, O come ye, O come ye to Bethlehem. Come and behold him, born the King of angels, O come let us adore him oh come let us adore him oh come let us adore him christ the lord salvation nation sn segment Romans 10, 9 and 10. For if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Repeat after me. Jesus, I confess you as Lord, and I believe in my heart that you rose from the dead. You said in your word, if I confess you as Lord, and I believe in my heart that God raised you from the dead, that I am saved. I have done so, and I am saved. Thank you, Lord. Sharon and the Rose of Sharon segment. You've just listened to the Sharon Brown podcast, where the Rose of Sharon is the star. Jesus is the Rose of Sharon.